Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast season three. I am your host, Carrie Faith Knudsen. This podcast is where leadership meets your sole purpose and mission in life. If you've been questioning what is next as a visionary leader in this new world, then you'll find throughout different episodes, tools, inspirational stories, interviews, and transformational leadership principles to live out your vision. The intention here is to empower you and those that you lead to create beyond what is possible through leadership, purpose, and vision. Leadership is not something that you do. It is who you be as a creator living in alignment with your soul and mission in life. Are you ready to prosper and create unity to lead and transform you, your life, and the world? If so, let's begin. This week, our guest, Amy Light-Biez, is owner of Fit for Excellence, LLC, is an award-winning business owner in the Pacific Northwest of the United States, and C-section mama of three. She is a Pacific Northwest native who loves her God-given gifts, traveling her family, and dedicated her life to empowering people to live fit for excellence. She started goal setting and personal training in her teens. She is certified through ISSA in personal training, fitness, nutrition, and exercise therapy. She is also a certified self-talk trainer and life coach under Dr. Shad Helmstetter and Self-Talk Institute. She has been overweight and super fit, experienced food addiction, and found food freedom. Then, after babies, became national-level bodybuilding competitor and had to learn through experience the importance of health and balance and having a right mindset to be beautiful from the inside out. It's all about mindset and your right thought. She loves changing lives positively and creating impact in communities surrounding by her clients, creating a passion in others to help people spread that light and live fit. This week, Amy is going to share some life fit habit for you to thrive in your life and business. Thanks for being here. Awesome. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are in life and business. Sure. Love that. I actually love part of what I love to do is mentor people that want to own their own business because it has been so fun and exciting. Um, I'm a mom of three. Um, I started building my business uh, when I was 30. When I was 28, I started telling myself I was going to be a gym owner because I'd been training people and I had been coaching people through health, fitness, self-talk um, since I was 18. When, as a kid, I was really interested in mindset and I didn't really know why because no one in my family was interested in it. Um, but what I knew that I had been taught around some things in health and fitness and especially food and weight was didn't feel, it didn't feel right. Right. I was raised with faith. I was um, raised in a good home, but there was a lot of messed up things, especially just our culture, right. Is very, has a lot of 
um, wrong ideas around food and your weight, right? And your worth. And so I really wanted to discover more of that. And I picked up a book on psychology and self-talk when I was 18. And that really changed my life. Um, just, just seeking for myself some information about uh, understanding how to take control of my mindset. And that really changed everything for me. And then I learned how to do proper goal setting. Um, and then from there, it really was, I mean, it was, it was very much destined then that I was going to own my own business because of all the steps and the books that I was reading and the things that I was like, oh, yep, that feels good. Yes, that's definitely an alignment. And so um, by the time I was 30, I was opening my own business and having uh, built an LLC. Um, definitely found out that anyone can do it. Uh, that's another thing that I like to tell everyone is if you don't like your current job, you can create it. It is absolutely for everyone. And it's so much fun. I love being in my business, but I also love helping people. And so if you're a people person, it's even better. <laughs> Yes, it is. Business is all about people and relationships. So I want to go back to the story that you said you picked up that one book around yeah. mindset, self-talk. What was it? Yeah, that's actually when I picked up my first like self-help book and it changed my life. Yeah, so isn't that crazy? Uh, self-help books used to be this crazy small little section in a library or a Barnes and Noble that kind of felt like it was like, Ooh, should I touch that? Like was, is self-help dangerous? Is it guru-y? You know, it feels like people still to this day, which that was 25 years ago, um, still to this day have a lot of curiosity with it, but also hesitation. And so I love clearing that up and helping people actually align it with even their own faith system or their own values, um, to see that it is actually intended for you to really just explore like your identity, right? Who you are and what your values and your faith system and all those things, you know, putting them together, that is self-help, right? We don't need to over glamorize what self-help is, but I picked up a book called, um, what to say when you're talking to yourself by Dr. Shad Helmstetter. I read the books very, very quickly. I learned all about self-talk and self-talk is just your own thoughts. So again, people that are like, oh, self-talk doesn't feel right or sound right. Everyone has self-talk. It is all of your own thoughts. That is your self-talk. So it's not anything that is feel that is unrelatable. You use self-talk all day long. Um, but I read this book and then in the very back, the last page, um, it did talk about Overeaters Anonymous, NAAA. It had a lot of resources and tools because people, again, are seeking help for different things. And I was like, oh, I kind of like the OA, the Overeaters Anonymous kind of hit with me about understanding food and how it works for us. And so I was like, I kind of want to dig more into this. Well, there was a link on how to buy a 12 pack of cassette tapes on how to master your self-talk. And it was $500 to wow. buy the, this plastic pack of cassette tapes. And I had a sweet Walkman with me. And so I committed to listening to these tapes on how to learn positive self-talk. I listened twice a day for an entire year and it completely rewired my brain. I got in the very best shape of my life. Of course, I was only 18. 
Um, but I had an entirely new relationship with how I treated myself, how I thought, um, with my faith and how I even all the way down to what meal I chose next. It was easy and natural to make choices that really worked for my good because I got my mind right. Wow. That's a fascinating story. So how old were you when you um, listened to those? Was that all throughout 18 to 19? Yeah, that was just 18 to 19. And then on the course of doing that, of course, I wanted to get in contact with who this doctor was. Right. Uh, and so I started, uh, talking to him. I finally went to go mentor under him just in 2015. I got to go to Florida to do his course. And so that's how I'm certified as a self-talk trainer and a life coach is actually under him. But he had such a big impact on my life for all those years, just by teaching me about how to basically manage my own thoughts and rewire my brain to the, what I wanted to be. And that's what I really like about self-talk is it's not telling, it's not me telling you how to live or telling you advice. It's actually teaching you how to, okay, set, set the intention for how you want to live and then drawing out your roadmap. And then you're writing your thoughts out to be the action steps of your roadmap. So it is for everyone. And I really love it. I love teaching it. So how would one identify if they have opportunities in self-talk? Uh, you absolutely like my well, favorite skill that I love. And I would actually love to have everybody do this is you take out just a good old pen and paper. I have a thousand journals in front of me, but get a journal out. And for one day, I like to suggest it's on a day off of work for one day, just carry it around with you. And when you go to sit down, I want you to write down the thoughts that you have. When you go to make a meal, write down the thoughts that you have. When you get hungry, write down the thought around it. Um, when you get dressed, write down the thought around it. You're basically like how people will say, well, if you want to get healthy, we need to know what you've been eating. So track your food for a day. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, except we're going to track your thoughts for a day almost always without me having to ask for people to write down their thoughts. They know automatically if they have some thoughts that are not working for them, especially yeah. if it's um, being raised by a really negative family or your community is a little bit negative. Um, we take on, right. Those thoughts as our, as our own, because as a, a little kid, here's our example. Um, as a kid, we're, our brains are like sponges until we're five. We're just a taking in every single thing. We were all born with the exact same unique potential. We yes. all have right out of the gate, the same amazing mental potential. It is what is taught to us that we actually don't interpret as true or false as kids. We're not hearing a message and going, oh, that's false or that's true. We are literally just learning every message. That's why, why do we know commercials uh, that are on the TV that are, we just know every word of them from the nineties, right? We just know it. And it wasn't ever necessarily taught to us. Even it was just heard in the background of our lives. And we didn't take that as a negative or a positive. We just took that on and memorized it. And so that's like how our self-talk is started is by people around us that we, again, are, we have no, we don't have a say in what we learn at that age. We right. just are learning it. So as an adult, we're going to take it and go, okay, is um, our thoughts popping up? 
that are negative, that don't work for me? Am I mean to myself? A lot of people struggle with that. They're really hard on themselves. They're really unkind. And they wouldn't say things they say to themselves in their self-talk, in their mind as they're getting dressed or as they're you know, running to work. They wouldn't even say those things to their best friend, but they say them to themselves over and over and over. And every time you say something negative to yourself or something positive, it's actually making that neuropathway stronger. So with repetition, you're making that stronger. So when I am working with somebody and they are really, really having a hard time sticking to a healthy habit, a lot of times it's because they have a really strong negative pathway of a thought of something that has always told them they can't in some way. Right. Yeah. So, so all of let's, that. let's dive deeper into the habits that you help people with. Okay. So okay. I know you, you shared about six habits that will change your life. What is like the number one first habit that you identify? Or well, that it's actually so basic. And what I love about the six fit habits is that it's not anything that people don't have access to. There is nothing that you cannot do. Um, it's actually hydration. It's water. Oh, okay. Water. Let me grab my water. Yeah. Let's both take a drink, but water, water, our bodies are made up of mostly water. That is not rocket science. Everyone knows that a lot of times people live tired. Um, also moody even because they're actually dehydrated. So teaching people just proper hydration and just like, I mean, this has really, it has everything to do with your health and how you feel and your energy levels all day. But at the same time, it's so basic and it's free and available everywhere. But if you start drinking water and you, st you get hydrated, your energy levels change. Most of the time people lose weight. They're actually needing less fast sugars because they're actually hydrated. Um, and then good hydration leads to the other habits. So hydration is always number one. It's simple. It's free. It's water. Okay. I'm writing that down. All right. What's, what's the second habit? The second habit. Everybody always wants me to tell you that your second habit needs to be like, Oh, here's where the diet comes in. The second habit is actually sleep. We are designed. Our bodies are so amazing and they are designed to work for us. If your body is, if you find every single day that you're waking up and you feel like your body is against you first we got to work on your mindset but also are you getting enough water and sleep sleep is basically like plugging into the wall and getting your battery recharged um, sleep is recovery sleep is how our bodies you know basically get all the rest they need to be able to wake up the next day and live with excellence but if you're lacking sleep it does it, it makes it really hard to really catch up, really be recovered and really feel great the next day. So definitely sleep. And then I talk a lot about sleep hygiene in my program and how to master your sleep as well. I sleep around seven to seven and a half hours of sleep. That's good. And good so it's good. It's yeah. good. And as a high achiever, I, I want it to be even better. So any tips? I know, I know the LED and no phone before bedtime. What are maybe one to three tips that you can give to myself and the listeners around increasing sleep hygiene? 
Yeah. Um, I actually, um, I would have you eat good fats with dinner. Okay. So you want to eat dinner at least two hours before bedtime so that you're not just going to bed on a full stomach, yeah. um, which also aids like, digestion, but having really good fats at dinner. So we want to eat high energy early in the day when we need energy. Our society has taught us to eat the opposite way, which is we are eating big dinners and that is calories are energy. So if you are eating your biggest meal right before bed, you are putting energy in your body, which makes it really hard to fall asleep if you're full of energy, right? Oh, so, so that's part of the reason why we have a sleep epidemic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And again, I love talking in just real simple language. That's how I learn things. And that's how I hear things. And so literally just knowing that if you pushed your calories and your energy, your carbs, which are so good for you earlier in the day when you needed energy, and then you ate a good dinner of protein. I mean, like an ideal dinner could be as simple, simple as like, um, chicken and avocado, right? Yeah. Like something that gives you protein for your building blocks for support your muscle, but that avocado or the coconut oil or the good fat, those good fats help us sleep because your body has to slow down to digest really healthy fats. So you're putting yourself in that, like, like that's why after we eat Thanksgiving dinner, even though it's a lot of energy, a lot of calories, normally it's uh, high protein and it's high fat. So your body wants to literally take a nap afterwards. Okay. And so we want to do that on the daily basis with your dinner. Yeah. I think there's a lot of mystery around that. So thanks for bringing it up. So, uh, habit two is around sleep. Yep. And having water and sleep before you go to bed. Yep. Okay. Yep. And eat light before you go to bed, at least two hours before you go to bed, two hours before you go to bed, have your dinner be good, healthy fats and protein. Cause you don't need energy before you go to bed. We want to put you into recovery mode. We want to make sure you're eating good fats before you go to bed. And then the second, and then the third thing actually for the third tip for sleep would be, um, if you struggle with sleep, I really do love nighttime visualization mm -hmm. or nighttime meditation. Yeah. There is so many resources to, there is self-talk for sleep actually, that really helps people, um, there is free YouTube videos for days on nighttime meditation that you just, again, you don't want to focus on it. You just want it to be playing in the subconscious of your mind yeah. because 95% of the things that we operate on is subconscious, right? So we want to pack in that subconscious, all the things that we know we lack. All the good stuff right yeah. before you go to bed. So any more habits that you want to share? Sure. So then the third, of course, is getting active um, because when you move your body, it is 30 minutes a day is required by the American or the not required, but suggested by the American Heart Association. We know that the food pyramid, the heart association, the lung association, all those places are really giving very basic guides, uh, very, very general, not often the best. But even if they're saying 30 minutes of moving your body is going to greatly impact your life and prevent heart disease and all, all kinds of different things, then we should get moving. And so 30 minutes of activity every single day as a habit changes your sleep.
It changes your physical body. It changes your mindset. It is literally like the number one. So if we're talking about mental health, I'm putting movement at the very top of that list. So definitely the third habit is fitness. And that's where I go live every single day. And I walk, I train everybody through fitness using weights because resistance training is what strengthens our bones and prevents osteoporosis. Um, it includes getting your heart rate up and it just feels so good to be strong and able walking around everywhere every day. So fitness is definitely the third habit. And then we go into food um, where how food supports you and re really relearning how food is good. And we get rid of all food laws and we find food freedom because mm -hmm. we don't want to live a life where we are looking for the next thing, where you're looking for the next thing or the next diet trend or the next supplement that you think is going to be the answer when the answer is right here in our mind. So how aligned is our self-talk and the foods we eat? Well, it, it is your actions, right? So yeah. the, what you believe even subconsciously is what you act on. So if my thoughts are, I really love eating healthy. I like feeling good. I listen to my body because your body's always telling you, we do not, we don't need someone else to tell us when we feel good or what we should be eating or the amount we should even be eating our body within 20 minutes of eating a meal tells us if it likes that meal or if we have intolerance to it you know how do you feel right after you eat your our body is always talking to you right so, so what are the tips of being aware of that do you have your clients like journal or yeah so if you, if you come in I love, I actually love writing a food journal. Um, and I know that some people don't have a great experience with that. If they've had years of, um, either eating disorders or, um, diet history, some people don't love, you know, tracking. Um, but for, I would say 95% of everyone, thousand people that I've trained in the last two decades, people go, Oh my word. When they track for me a couple days of their food, because we think we eat healthy. We think we're giving ourselves enough energy and we think that we don't have a problem with food or we know what we're doing or whatever. But when you have to actually journal it out and just simply write it out, people will be like, turns out that <laughs> I haven't been eating breakfast for years. And uh, I drink coffee all day and then I, um, only am actually drinking 10 ounces of water. And then I have some M&Ms for lunch. Like I do not judge people about what food that they have when they are just eating what they've always had. But when you journal it out, that awareness, you answer all of your own questions about why you have, why your body aches why you're the weight you are. I mean, it's some hard, it's some hard facts for people. Um, if they are constantly looking for the next thing to work for them when they're, they could just really take a look at their food that they're eating and that would answer all their own questions. Um, mm -hmm. so again, it's so basic, like my habits and what I, what I preach, uh, and so some people don't like it because it's not sexy. It's not fast. It's not the newest thing, but it is really looking at your own habits and going, oh, I should change my relationship with food and see it as 
energy. I should look at my plate and look at it as energy. And how do I want to feel after that meal? I shouldn't look at it as, um, you know, just trying to avoid it or that it's bad for me. And then if you have, you know, other things that you're, you know, when you journal your food, you find out, you can automatically find out where you're emotional eating through the day because you'll notice, oh shoot, I have to, if I write this down, um, why, why am I eating right now? And then when you ask yourself, why am I eating right now? Am I eating because I'm stressed? Am I eating because I need energy? You know, it really asks a lot of questions when you just do a simple exercise, like writing it down. And then when you write it down, I'll have people message me and say, well, I don't want to think about it. I just want you to tell me what to do. And then of course I help make them guides. So you don't have to do the research and find out what works for you. Um, but at the same time, we are always listening to your body. So it's really fun. I like to think of it. You said opportunity multiple times, but I like to think of it as like self-discovery and like you are a great project and very worthy of spending some time discovering yourself because you get to live in you, right? You are a temple. You get to live in you for a very long time. So let's figure this out now so that in five years, you're not saying to yourself, right? Self-talk, you're not saying to yourself, where's the next diet or where's my next solution? Instead, you're like, I knew self-talk. I am in control. I have self-control. I've taken ownership of my choices and I feel really good. Absolutely. The number one investment we can make in ourselves, especially if you're a business owner, is investing in ourselves. So how can our listeners get a hold of you and work with you? Yeah, I love it. Well, I have a website. It's fitforexcellence.info. Um, also, then you can go on social media. I'm on social media. I have a YouTube channel also where I have a variety of things. Um, I've done a little bit of everything in every area of fitness, um, but I have self-talk videos also on there. Um, and then, of course, you can just DM me on any social media platform. And I love giving people, actually, I'm still in a space where I get to give people 30-minute life coaching phone calls for free. Um, and that really allows us to look to say, okay, should we work together? Are you, is that what you need? Is that a step that can help you? So there's no pressure. And again, like I am absolutely, I don't, Planet Fitness uses judgment-free zone, but that is very much what I am. People can call me with the, they've never left the house. They've completely isolated. You know, I've had people call me with that are 500 pounds, depressed, isolated. Um, you know, their mindset has been in the tank for two decades and there is hope for every single person. So it is, it is all awesome. It's mindset. And I love doing phone calls with people because everybody's different. It's so fun. So someone can work with you virtually, right? From all around the world or just yep. locally? They can. Yep. And so, yeah, my platform is that I actually, you know what? I think it's really fun. I actually work out with people every single day and I include that in all of my coaching. Obviously people typically reach out to me because they need to move their body and they know that I'll modify it for them and that I'll keep them safe. But then as they go, they're like, oh, I actually need you for self-talk. I, I need you for teaching me how to rewire my brain. Yes. I need you to help me to have a better relationship with food. And then I want more life coaching. 
that's how it normally is. Like the cycle starts with me, but for me, I love still doing and giving people around the world can access anywhere with Wi-Fi. I love doing the workout and doing it modified and coaching all the way through it because I need to work out. And so yes. I just work out with my community and it's so fun because I'm going to work out anyways. I might as well work out with everybody in my community and make sure that everybody has a good workout. I include in the workouts every day, of course, some modifications, physical therapy for pelvic floor and for low back, which is because everybody has male and female have pelvic floor issues as we age. We want to keep sure, our, make sure our posture and our backs are strong. Um, but I do self-taught coaching through the whole workout. And at the end of the workout, I do a nutrition pump up for the day. So it is like sandwiching all of our habits together, spending some time together every day, live online. And it's really, really fun. Tons of value there. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. I appreciate you being on the podcast. And one last time, how can listeners get a hold of you? So you can reach me at fitforexcellence.info. It's my website online. You can send me a message through that platform. But I, yeah, go on my social media. You can go on Facebook, Instagram, Amy Light by Ez. DM me if you want a free coaching call. Um, but you can see everything I offer on all social media. And I would love to talk to you. Great. I'm going to leave all your contact information in the show notes. Thanks for being awesome. here, Amy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow, and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.